Hey, welcome back to another episode of Young and Loud Sports Talk. I'm your host, Liam, and today my guest is my friend Joseph Young. And Joseph, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Uh, I love the Razorbacks. I love baseball, basketball, and football. He he likes sports. Yeah. Also, Joseph is massive. He's very tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want you people to know that Joseph is, Joseph towers over me. Okay, anyways, this episode, we're going to talk about a lot of college stuff, maybe a little bit of NFL stuff, too. We're going to start off with Arkansas football, not Arkansas football, sorry, Arkansas basketball. We're going to do some college football championship predictions, uh, NFL playoff picture stuff, and discuss Arkansas's ugly game against Auburn last night. Let's start off with some college football championship predictions. We have TCU going up against Georgia. Honestly, I mean, in my last podcast, I predicted TCU to lose to Michigan. They beat Michigan. I think they're going to beat Georgia. Max Duggan has just been throwing all over the place, and that's what he's just going to continue to do against Georgia. How about you? What do you think? Uh, I want TCU to win along with everybody else. That's not a Georgia fan. Yeah, no. Um, But I think that Georgia defense will uh, stop the momentum of Max Duggan and that offense. And um, Stetson Bennett, their defense isn't very, well, as good as Georgia. Yeah, TCU doesn't have the best defense. I think the only way Georgia wins this game is if their defense is able to get a ton of quite a few big stops Mm -hmm. and uh, Stetson Bennett's able to turn them into points. So that's just our college football championship stuff. Might as well just throw that in because that's tomorrow. Then we're going to discuss Arkansas basketball schedules and who they're playing and who they've played. Our next game is against Alabama. It'll be in Bud Walton. That will be a really good game. Number seven Alabama going up against, we're probably going to drop down to 14 after a loss to Auburn. But anyways, that'll be a really good game because Alabama has certainly been on the rise since last season in basketball. But that'll be a really competitive game. What do you think? Uh, yeah. So, Arkansas has kind of been missing their two stars in Trevin Brazil and Nick Smith Jr. So, I mean, it's gonna, we're gonna need all the shot making, all the free throws, and all the threes to go in in order to beat Alabama. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of shots going in against Auburn, Arkansas could not get a shot to fall. Our three-point percentage, we were two for 16 on three, on threes, which is 12.5%. That is awful. We only made two threes the whole game. That's terrible. We we certainly need to improve that. And also free throws, we had a 59.4 percentage of free throw completion. We shot 32 free throws and only made 19. That is not good enough. And we also, I mean, yeah, we had a ton of chances to get free points. And then against Auburn, Arkansas actually led in rebounds. We had 45 uh, rebounds, and 17 of those rebounds were offensive boards. But Missouri, sorry, I keep on calling Auburn Missouri. I have no clue why, but anyways. Auburn had seven offensive boards, but they they led in second-chance points over us, which I think... That is completely our fault. We should have had so many points off of offensive boards. We just could not get the ball to fall. And then assists, that doesn't matter too much. And then 
We also got to discuss turnovers. That's terrible. We had 14 turnovers, and Auburn pretty much capitalized on every single turnover they had. Also, Arkansas had more fouls, only by one, though, so that's not a big deal. We scored 59 points in that game. That's... For a team like us, number 13 in the country, that's not going to work right there. 59 points will not get you very many wins. And our defense didn't really do that bad, I our feel like. did pretty well, holding yeah. Auburn to 72 points. But our offense was the thing that we could just not get going. And on field goals, we made as many field goals as we did free throws. We only made... 19 shots inside the arc. That's not good, guys. That's not good. Anyways, we're going to get some Arkansas season stats right after the break from our sponsor, Equity Business Solutions. Equity Business Solutions provides bookkeeping and tax preparation services to small businesses in northwest Arkansas. If you need monthly bookkeeping services, end-of-year cleanup, financial statement analysis, or business or personal tax preparation and planning, contact the professionals from Equity Business Solutions. Call 479-372-1875, that's 479-372-1875, or you can find them on the web at equitybusinesssolutionsllc.com. That's Equity Business Solutions, adding value beyond the numbers. Thank you to our sponsors, Equity Business Solutions, for sponsoring this podcast. Let's get back to it. Okay, so Joseph, we have our five team leaders in five categories. It's actually four team leaders and three team leaders in five categories. Anyways, so our point leader is Ricky Council the fourth. Ricky Council has done outstanding for us this year. He has, he has played very well. He has 18 points per game. That's pretty good for an Arkansas team that scores ooh, a lot. I don't know. Let me check how many points per game we have. I'll figure that out later. Oh, here it is, 76 points per game. Arkansas scores 76 points per game. Ricky Council is a big factor in that, scoring 18 a game. Rebounds. Trayvon Brazil probably would be there if he didn't tear up his ACL. But our rebounding guy is Makai Mitchell with five per game, which is it's pretty good. But I think a lot of what Arkansas does, they don't have one guy that collects all the rebounds. A lot of guys on Arkansas are able to grab a lot of rebounds. On assists, we have Anthony Black, who loves passing the ball around. Um, he's just been outstanding. I think he needs to go back to like when at the beginning of the season when he tried and draw a lot of fouls. He he didn't drew, draw a ton against Auburn last night. He drew quite a bit though. And then with steals, we also have Anthony Black who's very aggressive on defense. Also Jordan Walsh is really good. And then with blocks, we also have Makai Mitchell who's massive, he's giant. Uh, a couple players that I think have done really well lately. Um, the two or three that stand out to me, Makai Mitchell, Jalen Graham, and Jordan Walsh, they've stepped up as leaders on this team. Jordan Walsh, with offense, with defensive pressure a lot, is able to make people keep opponents on their toes. Jalen Graham has just been able to come in off the bench and get us some points. Joseph Pinion too, he's he loves the right corner 
for shooting threes. He loves that spot. He loves shooting threes from there. And then Makai Mitchell has just been our guy that stepped up for Trevon Brazil and is able to grab a ton of rebounds. So who do you think is our best player just overall, Joseph? Uh, I think it's Ricky Castle because when he can – He's really one of the only players who has got his shot. He has been able to find his shot and make it. Yeah. And then, of course, I think Trayvon Brazil would be leading in rebounds if he did not get hurt. And also, here's another thing. Arkansas has two big injuries that have impacted the team massively. Trayvon Brazil and Nick Smith Jr., Trayvon Brazil hurt his ACL versus North Dakota State. He is not going to return till next season. If he even, co- I don't even think he can come back. Yeah. He can or he can't. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know if he doesn't get drafted, he might come back. And then we have uh, Nick Smith Jr. He's a freshman, and I heard in the summer Coach Muss would make plays like. It was like he was dreaming that if he had Nick Smith Jr., he would design plays in the summer that he would use with Nick Smith Jr. He got Nick Smith Jr., but he Nick Smith Jr.'s just been in and out all over the place. Has not played a lot. How many minutes does he even have? Let's see. Um, he only has 117 minutes played for us. That is not the best. That's almost like... As many minutes as Anthony Black gets in four games. But anyways, Nick Smith Jr. and Trayvon Brazil were big contributors for us. Nick Smith Jr. was able to hit a three-point shot, which was really effective for us. And then Trayvon Brazil was that guy that would get us second-chance points and offensive boards a lot. Uh, but both of them are injured. Uh, hopefully, Nick Smith Jr. will be back next year. A lot of people have said... He is available in February, but he likely won't play until next year. So that's, yeah. Okay. Now, let's move on to NFL stuff. We have, what's a good, we have, this is week 18, last week left, and I have our NFL playoff picture. Joseph, who... Uh, so we have each, I think each team has clinched the division except, not each team, but each division has been clinched by a team except for the NFC East. So, Joseph, who is in the playoffs and who do you think will make it pretty far? Uh, So, obviously, the Chiefs are a powerhouse, and they'll at least make it to the um, AFC Championship game, in my opinion, against the Bills, probably. But um, the Eagles is a team to keep an eye on because they have the best record in the NFC, but they've been losing a couple of games lately. And maybe a team like the 49ers can punch them out uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, and and this week the Eagles will be playing the Giants, who also I believe are in the wild card. They're nine six and one. Yes, they are in a wild card. But anyways, the the Giants do have a chance. The winner of the NFC East division will be decided if this: the Cowboys have to win, 
and they have to have the Eagles lose because it would make the Eagles 13 and 4 and it would also make the Cowboys 13 and 4 but the Eagles would have lost to the 9-6 and 1 Giants which would make the Cowboys win the division and the other teams in the AFC we have the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Jaguars, Chargers and Ravens those are some pretty good teams. I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course, the AFC South has just been a terrible, terrible, terrible division over the last couple of years. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I think they're on their way up in the AFC. There's been, I think they, I think they'll get to the divisional round and then get knocked out. And then... Of course, the one team that is in the hunt is playing right now. The Patriots would have to beat the Bills, which is it. That's going to be a pretty hard errand for them. They would have to beat the Bills to move into the playoffs, but the Dolphins would be in the playoffs if the Patriots lose and they beat the Jets. That likely will happen because they're both 8 and 8. The Bills are 12 and 3 and the Dolphins are playing the 7 and 9 Jets. Of course the Steelers can make the playoffs, but it's going to take a miracle to get them in. The really interesting thing in the NFC is that the Lions and the Packers are in the bubble and basically whoever wins that will get into the NFC playoffs. And here's the thing the two teams that are on the bubble, Lions and Packers, they're playing each other. So it's literally the winner gets to go to the playoffs. Other teams in the NFC in the playoffs, the Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers, Vikings, Bucks, Cowboys, and Giants. The Seattle Seahawks will be in if they beat the Rams. I mean, that's not going to be too hard for them to do, I don't think. If I honestly... I like the Rams this season. Even though they're 5-11, and they did have the toughest strength of schedule. That's, what, that, that's one thing that I wanted to point out in the Rams' defense. But I do think the Seahawks could beat them today. Okay, we're going to take another break, and we'll be right back after that. Equity Business Solutions provides bookkeeping and tax preparation services to small businesses in Northwest Arkansas. If you need monthly bookkeeping services, end-of-year cleanup, financial statement analysis, or business or personal tax preparation and planning, contact the professionals from Equity Business Solutions. Call 479-372-1875. That's 479-372-1875. Or you can find them on the web at equitybusinesssolutionsllc.com. That's Equity Business Solutions, adding value beyond the numbers. Thank you to our sponsor, Equity Business Solutions, for sponsoring this podcast. I just said sponsor and then sponsoring. Okay, now we're going to talk about Arkansas basketball players that are newcomers that have just came in this year, and this is their first year starting. A lot of these guys have been step, have stepped up and been leaders on this team, and they're really exciting to talk about. So uh, most of our newcomers that are big names, big faces that a lot of people will recognize, we got Ricky Council the fourth, Nick Smith Jr., Anthony Black, Trayvon Brazil, Jordan Walsh, Makai Mitchell, and Jalen Graham. 
a lot of these guys have came in. I think Jalen Graham is the only guy that isn't like a normal starter. He's a guy that will come off the bench late game and get us a couple points. But a lot of these guys have came in expecting to play for a really good team like last year, and they have. Arkansas has been playing pretty well this season, only losing three games, I believe. Um, yes, we've only lost three games. and All of our losses were to ranked teams except for LSU. Ricky Council the fourth has stepped up after Nick Smith Jr. got hurt and been the man for us, and he's kept us in tight games for sure. Nick Smith Jr. was a freshman that everybody had their eyes on, and he and Arkansas was lucky enough to get him. Unfortunately, he's been hurt, and he probably won't be back till next season. We may see him a little bit this February. Likely not, though. We have Anthony Black, who's been an outstanding guard for us. He's been um, he's certainly been our spark plug and got a lot of things started for us. We also have Trayvon Brazil. Unfortunately, he's hurt. But he was a guy, like I've said earlier in this podcast, he was the guy that would be the reason that Arkansas would beat the other team in second chance points. What? Yeah. Brazil? Threes? Yeah. Three threes? Tall guy shooting threes? I didn't really catch that much. I, I thought Nick Smith Jr. was our three-point guy in Joseph Pinion. Then we have Jordan Walsh. Jordan Walsh, everybody came in. He came in. Everybody was like... This guy's way too aggressive. He fouls way too much. He's been able to tone that down, though, and get good fouls and be aggressive in a good way instead of... Because I remember his first, like, one or two games, he fouled out early in the second half. That wasn't a good look for him. But he certainly has been a great player for us, and he's stepped up defensively in a lot of games. Then we have Makai Mitchell, who has been able to come in in a tough spot where Trayvon Brazil has been injured, and he's been able to come in in the tough spot of filling in a big man's shoes, and he's done that well. Uh, Makai Mitchell has, both Mitchell twins actually, have been producing for us, uh, although Mikel, I don't even know what it is. Mikel Mitchell, he hasn't played too much for us, Makai has played more, but Mikel, when he is in, he's played well, and yeah. So that's all of our newcomers, or just hot names, newcomers. And then Barry Dunning Jr., whoop, whoop, 40 points. Nope, that's 40 minutes. Never mind. Whoops. Uh, let me see. I think he has, oh, he has one point. That's nice. Good job, Barry. Okay, now we're going to discuss the rest of Arkansas' schedule couple of games that we were surprised that we won earlier this year and a couple of games we were surprised we lost and a little bit of predictions in games that are coming up. Arkansas started off hot with a four-game winning streak and then we lost to Creighton. I actually thought we'd win that one. Creighton, they're known for their basketball team, but that's kind of their only athletic program that's pretty good. Um, we went, oh, we won a lot of games. How many is that? Seven? It's a seven-game winning streak. Then we took an L to LSU. That was at LSU. I was not surprised when we lost, but I do think that we should have won that game. We went on to beat Missouri in a nail-biter. We only won by six points. 
then we lost to Auburn last night. We should not have lost that game. I that that's just uh, that, that bugs me. Okay. Then we've discussed the Alabama game coming up on Wednesday. Then we uh we go on the road to Vanderbilt, Missouri. That's going to be interesting. What do you think? Yeah, um we have not been a great road team compared to home. We I think we feel a lot more comfortable when we're playing in Bud Walton. But it'll kind of be like a test. Two pretty decent teams on the road, and we'll just see what happens. And we've beaten Missouri too. So we and we beat we beat them pretty recently. So we know what their guys can do. And I'm looking at how many wins do we have on the road? Oh my goodness, we have zero wins on the road. Wait, yes we do. Because Louisville and, like, Creighton and San Diego State was in a neutral site. But still, every single game that we have not played in Bud Walton Arena, except for two, we have lost. We lost to Creighton in Hawaii. We lost to LSU at LSU. And at Auburn, we lost as well. But we did beat Louisville and San Diego State there. I do – I actually think that – it will be a great test for us against Vanderbilt, Missouri, to see how well we can fare not at Bud Walton. And then another interesting game will be will be versus LSU at Bud Walton. I think we can take that one by storm because it's just a different environment at Bud Walton Arena. And I feel like our guys, when we're not at Bud Walton, we just don't play well. But versus LSU, which means in Bud Walton, I think we'll play really well. Now, this one I'm really looking forward to, at Baylor. Who, who do you think is going to win that? Um, Baylor, they have been pretty good. The past the couple of years. Yeah. They've been Actually very really good. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, they won a championship. Yeah, so, at yeah. Baylor. Yeah. So... That game will really be tough for Arkansas. We we can really beat them, but it's, we can beat anybody we've played. Mm-hmm. And it's on the road, so this will kind of tell us what kind of team Arkansas is um, against number nineteen Baylor. Because we're gonna be facing teams like Baylor in March Madness. Mm-hmm. I am assuring you, we will make March Madness. We will be facing teams like Baylor in March Madness, not in Bud Walton. So that'll be a really good uh, like control test thing. And then we got a couple of games on the road. South Carolina, Kentucky. That will be interesting, but I do think we can beat them. Kentucky used to be a really good team in the past couple of years, as you know, but... I think we should be able to come out of those games with Ws. And then a couple other road games we have at Texas A&M. Who do you think will win that? That could be interesting. Because College Station is a tough environment to get a win. And who do you think will win that? Um, I think... So, yeah, that is a really tough environment to get a W and come out with a win. But I think by then we'll come... Probably off of a win against Mississippi State at home. So I think that we will. might carry the momentum in uh, at Texas A&M. 
Yeah, I think that, I think so too. I think we will be able to beat Texas A and M. And then this one is big. We go on the road two games in a row at Alabama, who's ranked number seven right now, and at Tennessee, who's ranked number eight right now. Who do you think's gonna win those? Those are going to be very interesting games. Probably even more interesting than the Baylor game. It it really depends on how we are coming out of Georgia and Florida at home. at home. Like, yeah, and how Arkansas is overall as a team uh, in February. And if we'll have Nick Smith, um, that's going to be huge for us. And if we want to win those games, we need to get those away games, win those away games at A&M, at Kentucky, out at South Carolina to build some momentum on the road. On the road. And kind of for all the freshmen, for like should know- good moral for the freshmen. Mm-hmm. Freshmen, exactly. The road and just new guys too. Like with an Arkansas environment, it's like SEC. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be good for the new guys coming in on those games if we can get some wins. Honestly, I don't think we're gonna win against Alabama or Tennessee. They will be, I hope they will be close. I think the only thing that Arkansas will have to do in those games is take care of the ball and shoot it well. That's all I'm asking for. That's, like, literally all we have to do to win those. Um, yeah, and then let me see if there's any neutral games. Nope, there's none. Anyways, so, yeah, I also noticed this thing. We're looking at ESPN.com for the schedules. The games at Texas A&M. You can buy nosebleed seats for four bucks. Right so now. yeah, the stadium's gonna be packed. Because <laughs> I mean four bucks that, tickets. That's pretty much for free. So But here's the thing, a lot of Arkansas fans they're gonna see that. Ooh, four dollar tickets. Boom. Bottom. Nosebleed seats, they're really bad seats. Mm-hmm. And you have to drive all the way to College Station. And the game starts at eight. And then you like, drive back or get a hotel, but I don't know why someone would get a hotel. So, probably, and that's, like, the lowest ticket cost. But of course, there's, like, other expenses, too. So, probably, as tickets as low as, more like, you go to it for, like, $112. Oh, yeah. Joseph just pointed this out. When we are, <laughs> I just pointed it. When we are playing versus Ole Miss... Nosebleed seats are $104. Oh, my goodness. Versus Kentucky, 176 That's the last game of the season versus Kentucky at Bud Walton Stadium. Stadium. Arena. I keep on calling it stadium. I don't know why. And then the tickets are as low as $176. Yeah, that actually plays... A bigger role than people might think. A lot of people are going to be at that game. That's the last home game of the season. Mm -hmm. Of course, you can't host March Madness games unless you get extremely lucky. And for some reason, they have a grudge for you. And they're like, you know what? We like them. We're giving them a home court advantage. No, that doesn't happen. Anyways, thanks for listening. Um, I will try to get out another podcast soon. Thank you for listening. Um, shout out to Damar Hamlin for, he's winning an uphill battle against cardiac arrest.
that. <laughs> a lot of people say, like, winning a battle against cancer. He doesn't have cancer. He had cardiac arrest. Anyways, good job, Damar. We're all proud of you. Bye now.